Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Hey, you hear that? That's what home field sounds like. It's how you know it's time to go for the win. Gambet DC is your home field advantage for sports betting. Bet from almost anywhere in D.C. with an easy-to-use app and convenient betting locations district-wide. Online, in-app, or in-person. Get the home field advantage with Gambet D.C. Must be 18 or older to bet. Please play responsibly. The Hidden People contains mature language, content, and themes. Please listen with care. Kenneth Thorne, a halfling who refuses to let go of her humanity. While her friends try to rally their spirits, she runs, runs toward the struggle, runs toward her family, runs toward her destiny. I'm with you, McKenna, all the way. I can't speak for the others, but I'm sure they agree. I have your back until the end, Mac, even though it's, you know, really soon. We can't win. But I guess that's why we fight, isn't it? Because we're going to lose. But we fight. Until the end of the world, bathroom girl. <sighs> the smell of books and coffee. There's something special about the way each evokes a feeling of peace, of comfort, of a new day about to dawn, a new sunrise. Speaking of shining light in the darkness, of course, it's completely reasonable to detour from friends a moment to pause in the children's section. On the day of a double coffee date, who could resist those nostalgic beanbag chairs? She rubs the faux fur on that read and feel picture book. It probably reminds her of her mother, of the times Liliana brought her here. Perhaps she's starting to realize the full weight of her sacrifice. Perhaps. No more hiding. It's not just the coffee date she's talking about.
Dayton Writers Movement presents The Hidden People, starring Jordan Lopez, Alexander Chilton, Stephen Gogol, Sean Gunther, Xander Hildenbrandt, Stephen Kallenberg, and Luna Madison. Season 3, Episode 11, The Well of Wisdom. Written by Chris Burnside. Directed by Chris and Megan Burnside. Also starring Jacob Anderson, Zach Brown, Tara Brown, Aaron Crane, Aaron Eckhout-Lopez, and Danielle Gunther. Hey. Hey, you. Mac. Did I see you run right past us five minutes ago? I just... Uh, this place reminds me of when I was a kid. My nan... I, I used to come here back then. I was just... remembering. Good memories? Sort of. The memories are good. I'm not sure about the larger associations. Don't be sad, Mac. We got you a chai tea latte. Alfie, the Indian word for tea is chai. That's weird. Why would they call it a tea tea latte? Yeah, I don't think you're right, Shaylee. Whose idea was it to have a double coffee date? Uh, I believe it was yours. Uh, no, it wasn't. Well, no, <laughs> it was mine, but it's much funnier if you say that ironically. Shaylee doesn't watch movies. Or TV. What? How will we even converse on this date? What topics are left to discuss? Do... Do you listen to music? I used to. That part of my life feels like a dream, though. So long ago. She has a workout playlist, but it's like punk bands of the 90s. That's okay. My pop culture referencing powers are comprehensive. Yeah, I accepted second place a long time ago. Are you sure you're alright? I'm fine. I just can't stop thinking about... Him. What he's up to, how we can get ahead of him. Hey, remember, we said no talking about you-know-who on this date. Whose idea was it to make the apocalypse a taboo topic? Uh, I believe it was yours, Riley. Oh, yeah! Right! See? That's how it's supposed to go. So sorry. I'll try much harder in the future. Uh, not gonna be much of a future if we don't. Mac! Mac. Just saying. We don't even know it's the apocalypse. An apocalypse doesn't mean the end, hence post-apocalyptic. But we're not talking about this anymore today. Okay, fine. Someone else toss out a topic of conversation. Favorite punk song from the 90s. Lord. Mm, anything from the Pogues. No. Impossible. Riley, do... <clears throat> Do you not know this band? I don't think that's possible. That's... They're a real band? Yes. You... You didn't just make them up, did you? Make them up? Why the hell would I make up a punk band from 20 years ago? Oh, wow. They're on Spotify. Of course they are. They're the Pogues. 
I'm pretty sure Shaylee bought Spotify to put up a fake band in anticipation of this moment. Is that who you were on the phone with last week when you said, I'm just buying your company to mess with Riley? Why are you feeding this? You talked with Mr. Spotify on the phone? They say he doesn't speak to anyone. Some people don't even think he exists. Most of the time everyone gangs up on McKenna or Alfie. I don't like this. Taste your medicine, Shaylee. Taste it. Tastes bad, doesn't it? At this point, I'd rather talk about the end of the world. Of course, she might change her mind if she knew how close they were to the world's end. But for now, they can all still sit in relative happiness. McKenna can try to maintain her newfound resolve, even if it is a resolve to go down fighting. I've searched everywhere I can think of. I've read books, I've read ancient scrolls. Do you understand how long it's been since I've needed to read a book? Well, yes. I've been your audiobook narrator for eternity, after all. Perhaps you're not taking your personal assistant for granted anymore, hmm? What I don't appreciate is the circular nature of this problem. You can answer nearly everything, except, of course, for the question, Why can't you answer this? It certainly is a noggin scratcher. It happened once before during the trial, but I let that go. I know you have certain blind spots. That was not one of the usual ones. It had nothing to do with you know what. Nor was it too far into the future. So you're saying that was another instance of a hole in your knowledge? You know it was, whether you want to believe it or not. So now we have two instances, and only one common thread. This is Sif's daughter. Mm-hmm. That's a stretch. She was present both times. Yes, but the situation is different. You knew she was lying. And? I knew Alfred was lying the first time. Only because you knew what actually happened. You weren't there. You couldn't know for sure. He fooled everyone else. Well, what then? What's the explanation for this? Uh, At least she was in the room each time. She's not in the room now. And I still can't tell you what she was doing with her computer. Perhaps you should have stayed and watched instead of running out like a hungover frat boy after a one-night stand. I thought, since you were being completely useless at the time, that something larger than Mrs. Sif's daughter's computer was wrong. Obviously, it was just your ineptitude. I'm sure you'll figure it out soon. Perhaps ask your new protege. She seems to be handling everything these days. Beware favoritism and jealousy. I do not need your advice. No one has ever worshipped you. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I can think of one who hangs on my every word. Is there anything more pressing than your name chatter? Well, I know where McKenna Thorne is going. 
Hmm, and you're not going to like it. Right, sister. Redheads do taste the best. <laughs> Those ones are good stock. Pure. Those ones taste like child parmesan. Do not throw away the bones. That one is not even clean. You do not need to live on scraps, dearest. I am back now. Vodon is back now. You no longer need to hide in a cave and beg for skins. When we hunger, we sweep into town and eat our fill, like the old days. Morgan does not understand. The humans are more advanced. Those ones have great weapons that move the earth. Those ones have already destroyed one of Black Anis's homes. <laughs> Let the humans try to destroy my sister's home. You have nothing to fear anymore. Not with me by your side. Black Anis never feared when Morgan was dead either. Black Anis is not afraid. Black Anis is just... Careful. Mm-hmm. Of course, my heart. But now that the humans are not a concern, perhaps we might brighten up the place a bit. Brighten up Black Anis's power? Yes. And why not? Do the Morigna not deserve to live in luxury again? Perhaps some artwork. Tapestries, certainly, though I would also enjoy sculptures. We could threaten an artist into crafting a statue of me <laughs> before we eat him. <laughs> Statues of the Marigna? Uh, well, uh, I think your um, imposing countenance might be a bit much to just display to guests, but perhaps a lovely portrait of you to hang in your room. Mm, guests? Black Anis's room? Obviously, we will hold court. Enlist subjects. Once, mortals flocked to us with offerings in exchange for good fortune. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Good fortune was Black Anis agreeing not to eat those ones. Hmm. Exactly. But humans in Black Anis's bower? In our bower. Oh, yes, your room. I've been thinking we should have separate quarters instead of just opposite ends of the cave. I think we need to find subjects skilled in carpentry and masonry. They could give us private spaces. You really should have your own room, don't you think? Black Anis thinks things are very good now, as they are. What? Preston does not need his own room. What would Preston do with his own room? Ainsley! 
You too? Mm, the dolls seem to understand, sister. We could do so much here. But Black Annis likes the power, and Black Annis hates holding court. Oh, come now. You're just out of practice. Isn't that right, Tilda? Tilda only speaks to Black Annis. Hmm, I think Tilda and I would get along well. Come, Tilda. Let us have a chat. Nope! Tilda! Tilda has a toothache. Tilda cannot talk to Morgan today. Perhaps, uh, maybe Morgan can try again tomorrow. Hmm, very well. I'll hold you to that, Tilda. I am going to explore the places of commerce in this modern world. I am intrigued by electricity. Perhaps another accoutrement to add to our home. Come, Winston. Black Annis must find a new home for Morgan before Black Annis's power becomes Morgan's power. eaten potatoes many times, but I was never given their chips in Arcadia. Thomas brings these home for me. I enjoy them. Would you like a potatoes chip? What flavor are they? They are the chips of potatoes. No, I mean... See, there are different flavors of potato chips. This one's... Tiny mesquite. No thanks. I don't like barbecue. So spoiled to turn down such a rare and fleeting treat. Has anyone told you yet that your generosity is really backhanded? I feel that this is a form of deceptive insult. That's actually what I was getting at, ironically. Did you come here simply to insult me while I try to enjoy my snack? No, not everything's about you. So something is bothering you. And you would rather not be alone. I'm doing just fine. Thanks. Your computer is portable. You could do this anywhere. Yet you choose this house in the room where I am relaxing. And Nissa Sif's daughter is not a fan of company, especially mine. So you have come here for a reason. I just like it here. Less cramped than my apartment. I see through your evasions. You are troubled. Why don't you mind your own business? Fine. I will eat a potato's chips in silence while you brood. Unlike the rest of you, I have no problem not pretending to care. <sighs> How did you know something was bothering me? Oh. Are we now discussing the thing that you aren't upset about? I just want to know how. So you can better hide it from the others. Maybe. Aside from your presence here at all, which itself is a clue, you pause and wince more frequently. 
You do this when you are remembering and reliving something unpleasant. Given your perfect memory, the increased frequency must indicate a recent bad memory, as an older one would not recur at a greater pace. The... Uh, how the hell do you know that? I am observant. You convey this as surely as speaking it. How can you tell that I'm remembering and reliving things just from a facial expression? I had my suspicions, but was not certain until a moment ago when you confirmed them by questioning rather than denying. You see, Nisisif's daughter, that you can give clues and you can give everything. You have just done both. You are sneaky, and I hate you. This is not the first time those exact words have been said to me. Shocker. If you wish to conceal things from me, you need to be far more mindful of your reactions at all times. As it stands, you're practically talking to yourself out loud. <sighs> talking to myself out loud? Oh. Goddess, is Mac here? She is in the basement with Shaylee. I would... I would knock before heading down. Mac, get decent and come up here now! Nessa, what's wrong? Is it him, the old ones, the cult? You said he talked to himself. Huh? Vote on! He did say that, after you fought him. Yeah, he did. So? I saw him do it too. What? When did you meet Vodon? Oops, you keep spilling all your secrets. What the hell are you doing here? Go hang out in your room. What does any of this have to do with you? Hello, imposter. Um, maybe we should sit down. Nissa, if you're hiding something, just tell us. Especially if it's important or about him. At this point, everything about him is important. Any information, any edge. He... The night when Alfie infiltrated the Brotherhood of the Intended, Vodon came to my apartment. What? Oh no. Are you okay? I mean, he didn't hurt me. Obviously. But he... He told me some things I didn't exactly want to hear. What things? Nissa, what things? That doesn't matter. The point is- Bullshit. I've endured over 20 years of you calling out my deflections. Now it's your turn. Spill now. <sighs> he... <sighs> he told me I was gonna die. Fucking arse. Getting inside your head, trying to disrupt us. Yeah, I, I don't think that was it. I believed him. Going to die? Like, soon? Or, like, eventually? Soon-ish. He said that my death would ignite the hunt in a few months. The hunt? Did he maybe explain what that was? Not so much. Black Anis mentioned the wild hunt the first time I brought you to see her. Is that it? <sighs> yeah, Neve mentioned something about it in the courtroom. When he got the eye, she said it was the only thing keeping him from the next wild hunt. The wild hunt was mentioned to us in Arcadia. It would bring about the end of all things, even the Magister. So it's the end of the world? Great. 
At least I get to die before the apocalypse. You're not dying. I thought we were just playing ball until the lights go out. Not like this. He doesn't get to point at your death like babe motherfucking Ruth. That's right. This fury is the only way to overcome him. Now that we know this, we can keep you safe, Nissa. I'm sure he thought of that before he told me. Anyway, this isn't the point. He talked to himself. And when I asked about it, he got really pissed and threatened me. Amateur. He led with the biggest threat of all. You cannot escalate from there. He had a similar reaction when I fought him. I mocked his talking to himself and he got pissed at me. Except I don't actually think it was me he was pissed at. What was he saying when he was talking to himself? Like, muttering? Explaining his thoughts out loud? More like it was one side of a conversation. I don't remember exactly what he said. I do. He was asking what was on my computer. It was when Alfie's phone was pinging me. He knew I was lying about it, but he didn't seem to know why. That... that had him flustered. And then he said, she doesn't have the power to do this. None of them do. The power to do what? To deceive him? I don't think so. He knew I was lying. I think he could sense it somehow. Maybe with magic? Inquisitors of the Unseely Court can know when you speak the truth, even when you don't know it yourself. If all magic comes from him, he likely has this ability as well. Okay. So then, what power was he talking about? Hang on. I think he said something like, Shut up if you're not helping. So he was talking to someone. Someone who was supposed to help him but didn't. Or couldn't. In your case, someone whose help none of us should be able to stop. But somehow we did? I mean, he got confused by Nissa's computer, of all things. I think I know what's going on. Mac, call a meeting. We need to get all hands on deck for this. see, this is Vodon. And if we follow the yarn from the Vodon pin, we arrive at this. Vodon talks to someone we cannot see or hear. And I have to say, Alfie, I was skeptical the first time, but the YOLO board is really helpful. I think it's because I used actual yarn this time. Details matter. I don't think the material affects anything, Alfie. Well, you didn't see the nylon cord the first time. Ahem! Did you have something to share with the rest of the class, Mr. O'Toole? No, Professor. Sorry, Professor. Right. As I was saying... Do we really need to do this? I was the one who figured it out. I already explained it to you. Yes, but Thomas didn't get to hear that. So now we have a presentation. You left me out of your explanation as well, Nissa Sif's daughter. I would also like to hear. Dear goddess. Just let them have their fun, Nissa. As I was saying... 
by incorporating clues, Dane's research, and Wikipedia, we arrive here at the center of the YOLO board. Mimir. Mimir? Interesting. Explain. In the Eddas that chronicle Norse mythology, Vodon, also known as Odin, talks to an undead seer who tells him where his eye is hidden and that, quote, Mimir drinks mead from the well of wisdom, past and future. The well of wisdom, where I took Mikena. Blakanis called it Mimisbrunner, which literally translate to Mimir's well in Icelandic. There are other unrelated legends that after Mimir is beheaded, Vodon carries his pickled head around on a cord and it tells him secrets. I definitely would have noticed a talking head and heard it. So we're not dealing with a literal, physical head. Tells him secrets? What kind of secrets? When Neve was torturing me, she mentioned that Mimir's knowledge of all things was hers to command. And since the court had gotten Vodon to testify... No jumping ahead, McKenna. That's the next card. Given all the evidence, we believe that Vodon is talking to Mimir. Maybe his spirit, or maybe Vodon has a magical Bluetooth link to the actual head, which is stashed somewhere. Like a lich's phylactery, but on speed dial. If Mimir's well holds the key to all memories and knowledge, maybe Mimir has all the answers. To everything. And if Vodon has access to that, he would also know everything. That's why he was able to fight McKenna so perfectly. He literally knew everything she would do. But it's obviously not perfect. He was confused by Nissa's computer. Is it just technology that confuses him? I doubt it. How do we decide what era of technology is magic-proof? A catapult was advanced technology hundreds of years ago. If he can't know technology, he can't really know anything. Excellent point, Nissa. Gold star. We also know that Vodon argues with Mimir, which means their partnership is not entirely amicable. Not unlike our relationship, imposter. This is excellent information. So, how do we use it? We go to the source, the Well of Wisdom. If it's Mimir's well, it might have some answers for us, or at least some clues. Uh, didn't you both almost die last time? Only Shaylee. I, only I almost died. McKenna just got knocked out from the memory download because she decided to jump into the water instead of drink from it. Hey, I fell in. The Voth was shaking the entire cave. The Voth is the creepy-ass, half-corporeal, half-spirit that guards the well and demands payment. Ooh, I actually think I have an idea for the Voth. No, no, just Shaylee and I are going. (sighs) Not this again. We all agreed we would go down swinging. This is different. How is it different? What aren't you telling us? Fine, I'm going for a second reason. The Magister beat Vodon once and locked him up. But of course, the only people who were around then who knew how he did it are dead. Except for Liliana's memories of it. Right, but I sealed them off and I can't get them back. Not without help. The well unlocked a lot of memories last time. But that's because you went all the way under the water. Which is what you're planning to do again, which means you'll be helpless for a little while. Which is why she doesn't want us to go. (laughs) Sorry, Mac. Looks like you need us more this time, not less. Yeah, yeah. Riley, you're coming too. 
If things go south, you and Shaylee get everyone out before coming back for me. I promise. I am also coming. What? Really? If you are putting Thomas in danger, I am coming. I will not negotiate with you on this. I really appreciate that, McKenna. If everything goes wrong, as it likely will, I can ensure everyone has a painless death. Oh. She really can't even go a minute without saying something horrible, can she? Well, it's a work in progress. <sighs> Whatever. If you'd all like to invite anyone else, get to it. There's this guy who used to hang out near Canfield Street and catcall me on my way to work. Maybe we can see if he's free. Focus, everybody. Lives are on the line here. Gear up. We have a magical well to visit. magical, bigger-on-the-inside thing is starting to seem normal. I don't know if I like that. The whole of Arcadia works that way. You will eventually not even notice it. Stay on guard. Be ready to step out. I have the hula hoops, like my very own ash pod. I'm here to learn from the Well of Wisdom. And we have questions about Mimir. And where is your payment? Uh, it's here. What is this? Uh, technically, it's a carafe, but it's filled with a payment. See, I figure you've been stuck in this cave basically forever, so you're missing out on a lot of things. I was thinking of bringing scones, but since you're not always corporeal, I wanted something that was just as good without touching it. Coffee. The smell alone is as close as humans get to magic. This is a grand gift. Where did you obtain this magic? Um, just Ikea. Uh, no, um, Ikea. Uh, it's the Swedish superstore. You know, forget it. I don't think you get out much. Um, I'll take you sometime. Uh, and you can keep the craft, too. I, I don't mind. Uh, Mac? Shaylee? Why is one of the hula hoops moving like I just poured pink slime on it? It's shaking her entire body. Riley, let go of it! Oh, shit. Hello, McKenna, and her disciples. I brought some of my own. We meet again, halfling. Top of the mid-afternoon to you. Ugh! What 
Black Annis is tired of seeing these ones everywhere Black Annis goes. I am the master of... Riley, get them out of here. <laughs> Do you think the Circles will cooperate if I tell them not to? You are all here for as long as I desire. But don't worry. I've come for you, McKenna. I know about your plan, and you won't be getting to that water today. Try and stop us. Bold words, Alfred. But how do you intend to oppose me? We don't have to. Why have you come? Well done. You know what's talking to you, don't you? What? <laughs> do you know who I am? To stop these fools. And where's your payment? Shit. You left your wallet at home, didn't you? Awkward. Please, Vodan. I can handle one guardian. What makes you Everyone, get to the well. Black Annis does not like to fight what Black Annis cannot eat. Well, ah, those claws are filthy. You shall not impede me, creature. I am the master of Shazza. They round the corner to find themselves at the mythical well of wisdom. Unfortunately, they aren't alone. That was a clever trick. The Voth may hold back my faithful, but they cannot prevent me from getting here first. He stands just in front of the well, blocking their access. Get out of the way. McKenna, McKenna. How many times must we dance to this tune? Why do you still resist? You cannot stop what has been in motion since before you were born. Yeah, I'm foretold and predestined and blah, blah, blah. Have you heard the story of the bird, the mouse, and the sausage? Each has its own role in the world. The bird collected the wood, the mouse used it to make a fire, and the sausage cooked dinner. But the bird grew jealous of his companion's perceived laziness, so he demanded they switch roles. And what happened? The sausage went to collect the wood, but was eaten. The mouse tried to cook the food, but was boiled in the pot, and the bird burnt down the house, making the fire. Do you understand the moral of this story? It's rather simple. Learn your fucking place. I'm done being told what to do, where to go, and who to be. I decide who I am. <laughs> and who is that? I am McKenna Thorne. And how will that help you exactly? I'm just a blip on your radar, aren't I? What are a few years when you're, what, a few thousand years old? I have seen more worlds live and die than you can count. Thousands suggest millions and you'd still be undershooting it. Perfect. I had 27 years of memories when I fell into that well, and it knocked me out for a solid 10 minutes. I wonder what it'll do to you! She suddenly springs forward right at Vodan, 
His superior reflexes bring up his arms in time to block, but she's not trying to hit anything but his whole body. Both McKenna and Vodon careen over the lip of the well and splash into its water. McKenna! No! Wait, this is what she wanted. Oh no, the old ones are coming. Oh, we can't leave her in there. She'll be defenseless. We aren't leaving. This is where we die. No, Shaylee, Riley, get them out of here. I am not leaving her, and I'm not leaving you. Thomas and Nissa first, then come back for us. Do it! Fine. It will be the smallest honor of my life to die by your side, Alfred O'Toole. Just warn me if someone's about to stab me in the back. I'm getting back. Conscious. Kind of. Why can't I access Liliana's memories? The water doesn't work that way. It only brings back the memories of person, not the ancestral memories of others. <sighs> of course. There are other ways to do that, though. You'll ask Shaylee when the time is right, but not now. Too dangerous if you do it too soon. Why are you telling me this? You think I like being stuck in his head? Can we free you? I'm not sure. <laughs> but at least you can fuck with him. <laughs> Do you really tell him everything? Only what he asks for. And I don't know everything. There are blank spots somehow. The details of the wild hunt are shrouded from me. So how can we beat him? If you can, it will be through his arrogance. He could have asked me how this encounter would go, but he didn't. He was too confident that you could not stop him. And now, he's unconscious in the well. Can we really win in the end? Is there even a chance? Perhaps. You have a weapon even I don't know about. your cue. Goodbye, McKenna Thorne. I've got you, Mac. Fat, help me pull her. Exactly. But something else happened. Which we should discuss later. 
the old ones have defeated the Voffs. Let's go. McKenna, are you okay? I'm fine, but... Who is that voice? What? What voice? When I reached into the water to grab you, which, by the way, allowed me to experience the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe for the first time again... What? I heard a voice. Mimir, he talked to you too? He only said one thing. Read the transcripts. Like, what the hell does that mean? Powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. A car shopping experience meets an out-of-body experience. With 50,000 cars added daily and unbelievably smart matchmaking, the new Cars.com. It's magical. Dayton Riders Movement presents The Hidden People. Executive producers Chris Burnside and Megan Burnside. Producers Alexa Fett-Fisher, Sarah Gellner, Sander Hildenbrandt, Emily Kallenberg, Stephen Kallenberg, Jordan Lopez, and Catherine Seaton. Lead writer, Chris Burnside. Script editors, Megan Burnside and Alexa Fett-Fisher. Sound design, score, and original music by Catherine Seaton. Audio production, McKinney Botts, Chris Burnside, and Catherine Seaton. For more on The Hidden People, visit our website at hiddenpeoplepodcast.com. Hi everyone, Chris and Megan Burnside here. We are the creators of The Hidden People. We're always working on at least two Dayton Writers Movement shows, so unlike Thomas Thorne, we don't have the time to shop, prep, and cook healthy and delicious meals. That's where Green Chef comes in. They deliver everything we need to cook and eat clean meals. Green Chef recipes are chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved, and packed with clean ingredients that support a healthy lifestyle. Green Chef's culinary menu of meals is full of diverse options each week. You can choose from 80-plus flavor-packed options and easily customize your plans to suit your lifestyle, with preferences like keto, plant-based, Mediterranean, Quick and easy, protein-packed, and gluten-free. You can even mix and match meals and flavors from different categories. You know which meal I really liked? The pork? Yep. The pork filet over cheesy cauliflower mash. The recipe was simple to follow, and we were really impressed with the ingredients. From the farm-fresh produce, quality cheeses, and premium pork. In under 30 minutes, we had a delicious meal that Thomas would put his stamp of approval on. If you're interested in testing out Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well... Go to greenchef.com slash hiddenpeople50 and use code hiddenpeople50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Again, go to greenchef.com slash hiddenpeople50 and use the code hiddenpeople50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete the cox network with gig speeds everywhere it's internet built for tomorrow today cox bringing us closer in cox serviceable areas speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms apply other restrictions may apply What happens when the proverbial Good Samaritan is a bad man? When a prison transport bus overturns on a mountain highway? Rayo, a convicted murderer, a third of the way through a 20-year sentence, flees into the forest, putting significant distance between himself and the scene of the accident. Coming across a shack and a young boy has been left chained to a tree to die, Rayo is forced to choose between rescuing the child, who seems all too familiar, and preserving his own precious freedom. Green Man is available wherever you listen to podcasts.